everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Point of View. My name is Ana and today we have another episode, another country with Tatni from Mexico. She talks about life in Mexico, how the country can be different for tourists and for Mexicans, the warmth of the people, being a vacation spot, how Cinco de Mayo isn't a holiday, but how people from the U.S. celebrate Dia de los Muertos, how food is in Mexico, how much they love hot sauce, and some misconceptions besides a situation that she went through when she was visiting the United States, that she went through some prejudice, how she felt about it, and how she handled the situation. So this is a very diverse episode that I really, really hope that you enjoy it. But before we get to that, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and follow the podcast on Instagram at the Brazilian POV Podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get to the episode. Hi, Tatni. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm doing pretty great, I think. I'm a little nervous, but I will do my best. <laughs> no, you don't have to be nervous. So for starters, do you want to introduce yourself? Okay, where can I start? Okay, my name is Daphne. Well, that's my nickname and I use Daphne for social media. I am 27 right now, almost 30. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm Mexican. I live in Guadalajara to be exact and i am a fashion creator yeah awesome by the way you you don't look 27 but i i get that for myself as well so yeah <laughs> it's quite weird to look younger than you are yeah yeah, yeah it is <laughs> it's okay it's a blessing and a curse at the same time mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i agree I agree. So, yeah. so I thought that it would be uh, very interesting to record an episode about Mexico because I think that Mexico is very much portrayed on the news and not only like on the news, but mostly in the movies and TV shows and even music videos as a very specific type of vibe and aesthetics. And it's always like this very specific filter that they put on the uh, image and I don't I feel like many times people don't really know how life really is in Mexico and all obviously like it's a vacation spot so you cannot tell how life is in Mexico from there but yeah let's start with how do you say life is in Mexico in real life versus what people think it's like yeah the filter one is always a yellow filter I don't know why I hate that filter I'm I, like I oh my know. god take this filter off it's like annoying me you know? yeah I don't understand why but okay you can say Mexico is divided in two Mexico for the tourists and Mexico for the Mexicans right uh, and the I think uh, people will say this for every country, but I have traveled 
outside of Mexico and I never feel that it was so uh how to say it like you can see that right away like this is for the tourists and this is for the people who live here and Mexico really have that like it's you can see right away and there are places like Cancun and like Mexico City where you can see the, the most like you know you know what's made for tourists and what's made for the people who live there and the as a as I said, it's something that I never feel it that way in in another country. It's like, I don't know, the USA. Like, I never felt that way in other places. Like, I felt here. Like, you can see it right away. And, yeah, Mexico is... Um, it's, like, really full of emotional people, but not in a bad way, because um, people here is so charming, and most of them, most of them don't know how to respect, like, personal space, because we don't have that in mind, like, that idea, it's not useful for us, like, we are very charming with each other, we say hi to strangers, we smile to strangers, and that's something, like, they will say it's Latin American feeling or Latin American culture, but I will say in Mexico, you can feel that the most. Like people will help you without a doubt, even if they don't know you. And I think that's something that's really surprising for other people, like for the ones who come to visit because they have never experienced that. Like we, can just like see each other in the streets. And if you ask me something like, oh, where do you find that a skirt that you're wearing? I will tell you a whole story of where I bought that skirt and just not telling you, oh, it's from this uh, store, you know? And that's it. No, I will tell you a full story of where that I got that skirt. So that's something that I think most of the people who live outside Mexico is not like used to it. And it's really shocking for them. <laughs> like, what are you telling me this whole story about where do you buy it? Like, just give me the name of the store. Yeah, I think that. Um, one of the things that people don't know and when they come are shocked about it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think this is this warmth it's, I think it's Latin, I think, because yeah. I recorded episodes on like Brazil, but being a guest for other podcasts. And this mm. is something that I said as well. Like we are so warm, we're so welcoming. And like, we say hi to strangers and it's like all about this. It's very, I think it's very Latin, but it kind of makes sense how open we are. Yeah. That's one other thing that I say there's different. Um, I, I don't know, like in real life, we are really worried about the things, worry about life, but still chill, you know? We'll be 
Some were yeah, <laughs> but we still will be there late, you know, but we are worried about it. Yeah, that's something that maybe people mm -hmm. don't, don't get. I think kind yeah. of la dulce vita in Italian, like that kind of mood, but here we are worried instead, but we still live in la dulce vita, you know? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's funny how you're saying yeah. some things and I'm like, this is really crazy because I've always thought that there were very specific things that are like Brazilian, Brazilian culture, but like, wait, no, maybe it's just like Latin culture. Yeah. And this is like really nice. Yeah. I, I still don't have the opportunity to travel to many Latin America countries, but I would love to. Like I never been to Brazil because I think it will be hard to me like to communicate, but I really, really, really crave for going. You, you won't have a hard time, I promise you, because we kind of like, even like people in the stores, they're kind of used to people speaking Spanish. So it's like a mix of Portuguese and Spanish that kind oh, yeah. of gets everyone to understand each other. I think it would be a little bit harder for you to come only speaking English, for example, mm, okay, okay. much harder. I'm planning to go to Colombia as soon as I can. I'm just waiting to, I don't know what I'm waiting, but I will go. I will be going to go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So something else that I wanted to touch on are culture and food, because I feel like those two, they go around a lot of misconceptions, perhaps, because if you ask anyone, honestly, if you asked me, because I don't have like such like a, a broad notion on everything very specific on Mexico it would be like culture I don't know mariachis because <laughs> I feel yeah. like this is what people would say and this is what comes to my mind and then food tacos you know like everything is just so specific but I feel like it's so specific like this because it's what you see from the movies and the TV yeah. shows, like there's nothing else that Mexico can offer. So um, I wanted to like clear that up. <laughs> what is that? What is more than that for a culture and food in Mexico? Uh, I have never ever met a Mexican who's mad because I asked them about tacos. So we're, we're really proud about tacos. Like we don't get you mad should. about it. You should. Tacos are amazing. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a whole world of tacos. Like, it's not just one type. You know, here you can find tacos for the morning time, tacos for evening time. Like, it's a bunch of like different types of tacos. Like, if you say tacos, like for me, it's okay. Like, yeah, we can eat tacos all day and they will still be different and i would say no i don't like that type of tacos at night i would only eat that for breakfast and that's it like that's that's, that's crazy can you talk yeah. a little bit about the differences between those tacos because i've never heard about this but i mean eating tacos all day sounds amazing that's okay, just me <laughs> all, the people are used to um 
to eat tacos, but like the the beef tacos, you know? But you can still have fish tacos and you can still have chicken tacos. So for that, it's like a whole new range of tacos, you know? Some of them will be, um, I don't know how to say that, less greasy. So if easily eat it at breakfast, it will not give you like the sensation of your food. I don't know if I'm explaining right, but no, no, a... yeah, it makes sense. Okay, <laughs> like it's really hard to explain it in English, but yeah, it's it's some of them I will call this way because I don't know how to like to give this concept of word like they're lighter, like they're like you know, yeah, mm -hmm. and one of them are heavier because they are different type of meats and they're greasier or they're like um they have a lot of condiments in yeah them. yeah yeah so yeah we can eat tacos in the morning tacos in the afternoon taco for dinner you know it's we can do that so yeah we love tacos and we're proud of tacos like that's it the other thing that is really used in movies is um, Dia de los Muertos. I yeah. see a lot of that. And that's yeah, me a, too. a thing that people ask me when um, I'm not in Mexico, like, what's Dia de los Muertos? Oh, Date of the Deaths, right? And I say like, oh, that's like a cultural thing that's really popular outside. And it's plotted when Disney made this movie called Coco. Have you seen? I, I haven't, but it's like on my list for a long time, but I've never watched it. Well, I think that's a really good example. And, and they did a great job, I think, for to, to try to explain what's Dia de los Muertos to people who are not Mexican. I think that's that's an easy way to understand that, that that celebration, that tradition. Um, yeah, culture and food, you say. Oh, one thing that people, I think they should be trying is Mexican street food, as usual in every country that you go. But Mexican street food is, is a, a really special because they don't do plain dishes, you know? They really create new dishes and they really put some creative thing in the way they present you the food and the way they prepare you the food. Like, it's a quite a show if you go there. And other thing, it's the Mexican candy. I don't think we talk Really candy? About it. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never heard anything about it exactly <laughs> Mexican candy and Mexican chips because we have we love chile and we like spicy things people know it and we have these different types of chips in level of how hot uh, they are like how much chile they have in them mm -hmm. you know so if you want just a little, if you want a lot, if you want, yeah. just like, yeah. 
And I never see that in other countries. I think I saw this concept in in the ramen that they saw from South Korea. Like they had really mm -hmm. spicy, just a little bit of spicy. But here we have that in chips and candies. So our candies also have candies are them. spicy. Yes. Yes, and that's something what? that <laughs> we even have chocolate with chili. No, these I've seen here. We actually have like a whole very famous soap opera that is called Ch Chocolate with Pepper. And I've tried it and it's nice. This is like the only thing, but like candy, I've yeah. never, never in life. Yeah, we have that. And I think we should speak more about that because it's really interesting, like how we mix the flavors uh, and that the candy are eating by the little kids. And since you're a little, you are eating chili, you know? Because that's what that's crazy. Giving <laughs> a kid a, a candy, probably it has chili on it. So. <laughs> I think that's something that we should talk more about it to tourists to try it because it's something different, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know many countries that have that type of Yeah, I never heard of it, swear. Yeah. But like you talked about Dia de los Muertos and yeah. there is also Cinco de Mayo that I know that it's even celebrated specifically in the u.s and you see tv shows and you see movies portraying it and all of it but do mexicans feel like this is some type of cultural appropriation because it's kind of it's kind of tricky i feel like sometimes because there's a whole prejudice about mexicans and like the whole wall that they want to build but also they are taking whole advantage of your festivities and your food and you know it's kind of we want what you have but we don't want you how is it for Mexicans because the relationship with the U.S. and people from there it's something that I'm very curious about uh I think this will be you will have a better answer from someone who lives in the border with the U.S. I don't live that closer. I'm living in the center of Mexico, if I could say that. So, okay, for me, the relationship that I see, first of all, Cinco de Mayo, we don't celebrate that in here. It's not, it's not for what? us. <laughs> We don't. So they celebrate something that is not even from their culture and you don't even celebrate it? I, I really don't know what they celebrate from Cinco de Mayo <laughs> because that's what I yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm always think, curious about that Okay, too. I know it's Cinco de Mayo, but I don't know what else. Like, while Yeah, we are what I see, like, it's, it's like, it's people like with the sombreros. Mm, the yeah, huge yeah. ones and then they are taking shots off tequila yeah the, I this know is like the celebration <laughs> yeah i know how they celebrate but i don't know what they are celebrating because they only give you the date yeah yeah it feels very general 
like yeah, like I don't let know me get some me. Mexican aspects like random and just celebrate Cinco de Mayo like you know it's weird I don't know okay here in Mexico it's not a it's not like a holiday a special day yeah it's not a holiday yeah we don't do anything like it's a regular days so I don't know why <laughs> why it's such a big deal in another country for us it's just like it's just, just a normal day you know it's not a national holiday um I really don't know why it's celebrating that day I'm sorry if it's something it's celebrated that day but I can't remember right now and I'm pretty sure I never heard like that something in the history of my country was <laughs> to it that day um I'm sorry I'm not proud of that but I really don't know what what was going on in that like I know they they do Cinco de Mayo but I don't know what they're doing or what they're celebrating or who's people are they celebrating that day I really don't know mm -hmm. I feel like this is crazy anything. I feel like this is crazier than the spicy candy at this point because like yeah there's many people in here they they didn't even know that other countries celebrate Cinco de Mayo you know Mm -hmm. yeah. outside of here because it's weird that you're celebrating some something from other countries you know yeah especially something that isn't even a holiday and doesn't have a celebration like yes yeah it's I'm curious about how it started actually right now because it, it really doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I'm gonna look that up for sure because <laughs> it, I, my mind is just like, what's happening? <laughs> I really don't know what it's celebrated that day actually. Yeah. And I uh, will call it cultural appropriations. I don't know. This is the concept that is hard to me because at the end of the, at the end of the day, we are neighbors. You know. Yeah. People from there come here, people from here goes there. Like, like obviously you will have traditions that are us because you have a lot of people there. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you can call it cultural appropriation because the people that will celebrate are also Mexicans. And yeah, but I feel like there are a lot of people from the U.S. that are not Mexicans that also celebrated. And I wouldn't be super shocked if I met like a person that celebrates and um, it's very like enhances a few things about the Mexican culture, but who is also against Mexicans being able to enter the country. Because I yeah. feel like this is very, like, I, I don't think this is hard to find, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> that thing about, like, the border and the walls, that's really hard to me to process. Yeah, like, 
why you want to be divided like so bad mm -hmm. like yeah. why you don't want us to go to your country but you also want our avocados <laughs> like like they say <laughs> like or nachos or like you know mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah it's quite it's quite hard to process um i don't think i'm the right person to talk about that like the relationship mm -hmm. that has mexico with the u.s yeah because as i said i don't live that close to the u.s i have been to the u.s as a tourist and yeah i have like a really not good experiences about them knowing that i'm mexican who's been like who's there yeah like what oh like racist things yeah they do you want to I talk about it i don't know if you're comfortable <laughs> talking about it it's weird you know because you think that i was from the u.s like that so the thing was that i was using a backpack that has um mexico writing in this little i don't know how they call it like strings I, i don't know how it's called in english but they have right mexico in here and i was speaking english but they noticed that i was using something that it says mexico and they started to yelling at me like not nice things obviously like really rude things like what are you doing here like we don't like your people and you know that and i was like i'm speaking english like i wasn't aware that it was me the one that they were attacking you know because like if they listened to me speaking I wasn't speaking Spanish. I wasn't speaking English. So they just saw that and they assumed I was Mexican. They were right. But they they have like the audacity to be rude with me, even when they weren't sure if I was Mexican or not. And this happened also with a French girl. But she started to speak French because she was just, she will look more American than I, obviously. She was super blonde with green eyes. And they, they didn't scream her anything until they knew that she was French. And yeah, that's. There is something that you don't want you to happen. That's something that yeah. I never expect to me to happen. But, you know, I, it just was like, okay, now what? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, honestly, like, I'm so sorry that that happened to you because it's at least super uncomfortable. Because, like, what do you want yeah. me to do? Like, yes. It, like, it's, mind-blowing i walked away you know like i stayed there until i knew that the french girl was safe 
because she looks scary, like she she wasn't scary about it. But for me, it was like, okay, now what? Okay, <laughs> but she wasn't scared. So I make sure that she was safe and then I just walk away, you know? And they still was, they were like following me and doing things until I got into a store and I just sit there, like uh, order a coffee, I think, I remember. And I just waited them to go. Like, yeah. if they try to get in the store, like there will be some problems, you know? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah. a terrible situation to be at. Like, wh where was it in the US? Which city? San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if I had to guess, I would say West Coast. Just because I feel like East Coast people mind their own business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was there. But for me, it was just like, okay, something woke up in a bad mood and you want to throw shade to everyone you see, like, it's fine. Like, just don't get violent and we'll be fine. Like, you can say whatever you want about me. Like, you don't even know me. Why would I have to pay attention to you, you know? For me, it was like, yeah, like, mm -hmm. I just make sure everyone was safe and I was like, okay, I will move on with my life, you know? Yeah. 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 So it was a bad experience. Yes, because it's not nice to hear people trying, like, talking not nice things about you. <laughs> but for me, it was just like, I don't gonna get this wrong in my day you know and uh, mm -hmm. just move on yeah okay so on the other hand we know that Mexico is a very well-known vacation spot from tourists all over the world yeah especially the U.S. but from all over the world so I would like to know how Mexicans generally feel about it being like most known as a vacation spot and what tourists should know before traveling to Mexico? Something about culture or safety? Okay. Okay, being a vacation destination is um, something that we are used to. Uh, we see a lot of foreigners coming to visit or to live here for a certain amount of days or months or years. The, um, what I will say about that is since COVID hit, we saw a lot of foreigners uh, coming to live to Mexico and they will be mad because not a lot of Mexicans can speak English. So I don't know if in their minds are like, they teach us English since we're younger, or I don't know how they expect them to us know how to speak English because it's a privilege for the ones that we can speak and understand English is a privilege, you know? Not everybody has access to that type of education. So if you want to come to 
Mexico, please like just learn the basics about about communication in Spanish. Like, I don't know, where's the bathroom? Or like trying to understand how the city that you're going is um is designed because here in Mexico we have uh, our streets have have uh names of people or name after things like that and I think in other countries they're they name their streets just with numbers so when they're here like they're a little bit confused so just to check out how you have to move or how you can move in the city like because they come knowing nothing about it like you just come here because you see like a really nice picture of a beach in instagram that's awesome but how can you get to the beach you know because that's something that that i don't know how people don't think about it like maybe it's because i have i'm an anxious person but it's like yeah i want to go to the beach but how can i get from the airport to that beach you know and sometimes it's a really long process like you have to take a bus or you have to take three buses i don't know but sometimes it's really uncomfortable for people because we don't have like a really effect effective public transportation i would say like so we the buses are not in time like you can track them you can do that so sometimes you just have to learn how people uh, that live here moves in the city and try to copy them. Don't try to get like you're just in your country because you're not there anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just basically like do your research before. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. about the, um, the misconceptions one of them is security you know like i will be safe in there and yeah this was one of my questions like the safety for tourists how can i explain this it's a thing that the problems that we have with security are like we are not in a good place you know we have a lot of insecurity issues in here so the person who's gonna take care of you here the better is only you like you have to be aware about where are you who are you with and knowing exactly where are you this will help you because if you're here and you're not aware about what's going on around you yeah you can have a bad time and there's people there only i don't know walking in the street but they are looking at their phones so it's not going to be safe for you if you're doing that so you have to be self-aware about where you're going and where you're doing and if you're coming to a tourist place 
it will be safer that if you're going to a place that is not known like a lot for tourism. Yeah, no, that makes completely sense. And like final question, what is your favorite thing about living in Mexico? The weather. The weather <laughs> is one of them. Yeah, because it's warm almost every yeah. month. Like we don't have like this uh winters they're like so cold that you have to put so many clothes or you have to wear I don't know like a scarf or glove we don't have that we don't have that and mm-hmm. we are chilly almost every month with the weather like we have rainy season but it's not like that bothering you know we yeah no it makes completely sense why it's like winter in the U.S. like the winter time and they just go like on vacation to Mexico and like even in the movies even in the movies you can see that snowing in their city no we don't have snow we don't have snow we have really warm Christmas and (laughs) other things that I really love then I will I invite everyone that hears the podcast is to try the fruits yeah like tropical fruits yeah they're just really good (laughs) and people in the U.S. like in Europe they in Canada whatever they're just like dying to find like a good pineapple or mango or papaya or anything and we're just like expensive in the U.S. yeah they are even like the bananas are not as good So if you're here, please enjoy the weather and eat a lot, as much as you can. Yes, I will say that. I love that. I love that we have like fruits, like really cheap fruits, and that we have a really nice weather almost the whole year. Yeah, yeah. So every week we give a recommendation of a book, a movie, or a TV show. What recommendation do you have for our listeners this week and why? Okay, I will say, I will go for a movie and I will say Spencer. You know which I, one? I think I've heard about it. Like it's, it's not uncommon. No, yeah. no, it's uh, Kristen Dunst playing Princess Diana right i watched it on um cinema yeah i watched it yeah that one i think is fantastic and she did a great job the movie is just beautiful i think okay it's sad because the history but yeah. it's made in a beautiful way yeah i will say that one. it's my yeah okay amazing Thank you so much for coming to the podcast and being so open to talk about Mexico and your situation, like everything that happened to you. And um, yeah, thank you so much for taking your time and coming to talk here. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. I started to get a little more nervous because I was trying to explain our things, but as I told you, I didn't practice speaking English with anyone before this, and I think that will be such a great idea to do. 
no it was great it was great sometimes it's just like very hard to find the right words and then you know exactly the word in your own language but then translated to English is just like how the hell am I supposed to do this yeah that was the hard part because my brain was thinking in Spanish and then I have to say it in English and it was like oh my gosh you know yeah no, but you did great. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, thank you. No, thank you for having me here. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope that you liked it. I definitely learned a lot from Mexican culture because, first of all, no other situation I would have learned about the spicy candy that really <laughs> surprised me. But more than that, the fact that Cinco de Mayo isn't even a holiday in Mexico. I actually will still search for the root of all of this fake holiday because I'm actually very curious. Maybe I will talk about it in another episode if I find out. But yeah, it was very enlightening. I feel like you cannot learn much from Hollywood productions just because they put their their own point of view. So this is why I like to do this episodes because we can actually know the truth about countries and cities and cultures in the entire world. So again, I hope you really enjoy it and I hope to see you back here next week. Bye everyone.